So how do you transition an existing program to an Agile program? Stick around and I'm gonna give you some lessons learned to how to do just that. Good evening, Agile acquisition enthusiasts. Welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. So on tonight's episode, we're gonna talk about a common challenge faced by agencies that are trying to do the right thing and that's can we transition an existing legacy program to an agile program? I mean, it's great to do new acquisitions and start off on the right foot and get everything going with all the best practices in the world, but sometimes that's just not practical. Sometimes you have an existing vehicle in place. Maybe it's a large omnibus type contract that is uh, solving a lot of different issues and maybe it's doing some of it really well and you wanna start experimenting with using agile practices. This is a really great idea actually. Uh, I'm all for jumping in and starting new Agile programs, but as I've said in other videos, you know, you don't necessarily wanna pick huge flagship programs. You wanna start small and, and learn because there's gonna be a large, sharp learning curve when you first start implementing Agile at your agency. Well, one way to accommodate this learning curve is to implement Agile within an existing program. Um, there's a lot of factors that are required to make this work. You need a really good contractor and a really good program manager and a lot of trust. I mean, that is key to any contracting relationship, um, trust and communication. But assuming you have these essential ingredients, if you want to start experimenting with Agile programs and you have an existing contract, uh, assuming you have the flexibility in the contract that is within period of performance, scope, uh, and, and money uh, or value, uh, then you, know, you can add a CLIN is one methodology. So you don't necessarily have to modify the current work that's being done or the way it's being done. You can, uh, but, but another option is to add an additional contracting line item uh, or CLIN and have that CLIN specifically for Agile processes. So a portion of the program will be developed in that way. And usually, in my experience, what you'll find is that works so well that the other parts of the contract may slowly transition uh, to adopting the same practices. I've used this methodology a number of times, probably as many or more times than establishing new vehicles. Um, and I've usually had really good success with it, uh, but it does require a lot of work. I mean, any of these approaches are gonna require a lot of work. So um, that's, that kind of goes without saying, but, but it requires a commitment um, and and understanding of what you're gonna do. So so how do you go about doing this? Let's, let's say, for example, that you have a large omnibus vehicle for delivering IT to the department or agency or whatever you are. And um, most of it is like help desk type stuff, sustainment, uh, making sure existing legacy systems are online and, and getting updates and patches and all of that. Um, and most of these vehicles also contain language that uh, allows for um, enhancements, essentially. So leveraging that language, uh, and these enhancements can be to, you know, you have legacy systems, but they need modifications to um, either work with another program or to, you know, implement new security protocols uh, or build APIs between other, other systems. And so if you have this type of situation, for example, taking a separate contracting line item uh, and setting that up for an agile development process, but specifically to accommodate uh, the enhancement portion of the requirement of the contract is a perfect place to try this out. 
Uh, and, and operation and sustainment contracts are actually a really good place to try Agile. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because when we think of Agile development, our minds sort of tend to automatically go to like building the new thing, right? It's like research and development type activities. Um, but whenever I'm talking to someone in an agency and they have trouble kind of grasping the concept of how agile uh, iterative development or fixed price per iteration or any of these uh, ideas might play out in a government, I, I often will point to operation sustainment and say the government's been actually using these principles for decades for operation and sustainment. So under an operation and sustainment contract, you, you may even have it as fixed price, but whether it's fixed price or cost reimbursable, you typically have a uh, pool of resources, a process for requirements, which would be like user stories. So trouble tickets come in under sustainment. Um, those are essentially user stories. As a user, I'm locked out of my uh, system or as a user, I can't get uh, outgoing email to work. So these trouble tickets go through this routing process. So they're vetted, they're evaluated, and, and then a, a prioritization is done, right? They determine, you know, is your outgoing email more or less important than a uh, firewall issue for XYZ system? And, and then based on the available resources, they work off what becomes the backlog, right? So, this, so these are all these same ideas. They have different names potentially under a sustainment contract, but it's the same concepts. Uh, and, and so then they deliver and then the ticket is closed out, which is essentially your retrospective, you know, end user, are you satisfied? And the end user gives feedback. And if they're not satisfied, that ticket is essentially moved to the next iteration of services. Now, under sustainment, this could be happening hourly or daily or weekly, but it's, it, you know, it's like continuous implementation. So um, these are not new concepts for the federal government. And so taking a contract where the mindset is already structured around a known objective, you know, sustain the enterprise, an unknown problem, which is we don't know what the issues will be, but we know the types of issues we'll have, um, a fixed pool of some sort of resources, and the ability to direct those resources at the technical level. So this is the separation of contracting scope from technical scope. So you don't have a contracting officer weighing in on whether or not someone should respond to a trouble ticket, right? So it's, it's the technical direction that allows the working off of the backlog of the trouble tickets. And so it's really the perfect environment to experiment with an agile development activity where you are actually producing new capabilities um, and, and you're using a similar approach. I would recommend using the, the modern vernacular so you get accustomed to it. But, but that is a great way to kind of flex those muscles and figure out where the pain points are within an agency for adopting Agile. So there you have it. So there you have it. That is my take on implementing Agile under a legacy program. Uh, I think you should give it a shot. If you have any questions, go ahead and submit them in the comments section below and I'll get back to you. Uh, most importantly, remember to keep innovating and subscribe. Until next week, cheers.